Welcome to the Dating Architect Podcast, the number one balls-to-the-wall, zero-BS podcast for men who want to date the kind of hot girls that'll make other men jealous and get all your exes raging mad. Join us and let us help you build your ideal dating life. Hey guys, what's up? It's Jack. Today, I want to tell you my story, how I got into the seduction community, how I went from being a 21-year-old virgin to a ladies' man. And I want to tell you the story to motivate you because in this game, you are going to have hard nights. You're going to have shitty nights. You're going to have nights where you want to cry. Sometimes, maybe even you will cry. And I want you to think about this story to know that if a guy like me can become good with women, then you can also become good with women. I first started my journey, I would say back in 1998. That's when I decided I wanted to have a girl that I can have sex with. I just wanted to have sex. I was so horny. I was going out of my mind. I was a chronic masturbator. Sometimes I would masturbate five, six times a day. I was so freaking horny. It was crazy. And all I wanted to do was have sex. Back in 1998, there was no Google. There was no seduction community. So my idea was, let me go read some books. And all that was available were Barnes and Nobles. And I think there was some other bookstore that I don't remember the name of right now. There were these stores and I would go in and try to find all these relationship books. There weren't any pickup artists, but there were some relationship books like Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, but it wasn't good for pickup. These were all relationship books. They were teaching you what to do in a relationship and a lot of them were just bullshit. So that was my only resource. That's what I had. That's what I started reading. But I didn't know you could do a cold approach. I just thought that a girl would magically come up to me one day and say hi and we would just hit it off. And then I would get to know her over time. We'd start dating and eventually I'd have sex with her. That was my mentality. And that was my mentality for a long time. Now, I remember my first cold approach that I did in high school and I did it entirely because the girl was giving me a ridiculous amount of indicators of interest. So I remember being a senior in high school. She was a freshman and every day I would pass by this girl's locker. She was a very cute girl, very pretty. And for like three weeks to a month, I remember at the start of the year, she would constantly give me eye contact and look at me. And every day for three weeks, possibly a month, I would pussy out and not talk to her, even though I thought she was ridiculously cute. So one day, out of sheer horniness or freaking I don't know what happened, I finally grabbed my ball sack that day and I decided to make the approach. And I remember going up to her and it felt I felt so much dread upon approach that I went up and I said hi and my voice started fluctuating and I was talking to her and trying to be keep it together, sort of speak. And I don't think even 30 seconds passed. And I was trying so hard to think of what I'm saying and how I'm looking and all this stuff. I was so in my head, it was ridiculous. I started sweating like on my forehead. And it was just a little bit of sweat at first. And then it just felt like my brain was heating up kind of like a computer processor. And it was overheating. And gradually, it started turning into beads. And eventually, it felt like a waterfall. But there were beads of sweat 
pouring down my face, sort of like tears for some people, but they were coming out of my forehead. That's how ridiculously nervous and anxious I was. And this was a girl that had given me basically the biggest signals you can give, like basically the next step was for her to start shouting, hey, I like you, hey, hey, I like you, hey, come talk to me. That's how long and prolonged the eye contact was. I remember talking to her, sweat pouring down my face and my stomach going in the knots. So I had stomach pains, like my stomach started to cramp up. I was so nervous and in my head, it's like my body was doing everything to shut it down. My voice started cracking, so throughout it, I was like, hey, do you wanna maybe go out to a movie and then get some, or maybe get some dinner? And I, it was just so ridiculous. And somehow, because I think she really, really liked me, she gave me her number. So I asked for a number, she gave me her number, and then I called her and we went on one date, and of course, I was boring and fumbled that date, and, I don't think she answered my phone call after the date and then we didn't talk anymore. And of course she realized that I didn't really have the qualities I think of a man. I was just, she just, I think liked my physical attributes, who knows, but that's the place I was coming from. So that's senior in high school. I was reading these relationship books. And then I remember my sophomore year in college, I was just so desperate to meet a girl. There were hot girls everywhere on my college campus. And I wanted to approach them, but I didn't know if that was okay. I didn't know cold approach was even possible. And like I said, I'd had the previous experience where I was in pain, sweating, voice fluctuating. And it was, I was so embarrassed after I left her, even though I got the number, I was super happy, but super embarrassed at the same time. And I was just thinking of that scenario. That was all that was going through my head. I was like, what's if I start sweating again? What the hell? It's going to be so crazy. And there wasn't a seduction community Google wasn't around, but I remember I did get on my computer because I had a computer for school and I started kind of like reading relationship articles and they were very crude and basic, but eventually I clicked on some weird link that took me to kind of like this digital journal or digital diary of some dude and he was using all these weird terms but he had stuff like HB 7.5 or HB 8 or HB fancy shoes or stuff like that. And gradually I started piecing it together that he was talking about approaching girls he didn't know on the bus, in coffee shops, at stores. And that was like finding the holy grail. I remember that night, it was in November in 2001. I read all his freaking journal like 10 hours and I was just reading and rereading and it motivated me to start approaching and I didn't approach for two months I would kind of like go up to girls and last second like the last five feet upon right before saying hi I would just turn away like weirdly and walk away so that was my experience for two months I would try to make a couple approaches and that week and it was just weird and I didn't get anywhere so after the two months I moved in with a guy I knew from high school, he was gonna be my new roommate, and he was a natural guy. We started talking, I would mainly be questioning him on how he's getting girls. He, he had mentioned to me shortly after I moved in that he was keeping a boon list of all the girls he was sleeping with, and he was at number 46, and he was trying to break 50. It was really interesting to me, and he was really pretty good with girls. He was a funny guy, very 
chill, very cool. And he had success with women. He was also pretty good looking, but not amazingly so. And he was tall. So he was he was having success with the women. And so I would just listen to what he would say. And I told him I had this massive fear, couldn't approach. I was a 21-year-old virgin at the time. And he advised me, he said, why don't you have a couple of drinks? It's what I do. It takes the edge off and you'll start feeling good and it'll be easier to approach. So I started drinking, never drank up until that point. I was raised in, uh, uh, my mom was very Catholic, very strict. So I think I had a sip of wine or two, but not anything like a glass, not even a half glass, like basically a sip of red wine, I think is all I'd ever had. And I started drinking uh, whiskey and Coke with him. And it did help to get me out of my head. I stopped thinking so much. And gradually, by going out and drinking, and I was doing almost all my approaches exclusively in nightclubs, I started getting out of my head and started approaching girls and talking to them and getting more comfortable. Now, I drank for a long time and it was a crutch and I'm not recommending you go that route because there are better things you can do. Like you can do meditation and there are, there are other methods that are way more effective and better for your health, but it's just what I did. That's all I knew at the time. And gradually as I started getting successes, I started keeping a poon list as well. And after about six months of going out and I started going out regularly because after discovering the maniac high, I discovered he linked to Altfast Seduction, which was the beginnings of the seduction community. It was like this forum with all these guys trying to basically go cold approach. Some were day gamers, some were doing night games, some were doing entourage game. And it was very interesting to be on that forum because it motivated me and it made me start going out. And gradually I started learning, but it was very crude methods. The methods were very crude. Everybody had their kind of like own ideas and theories but it just got me trying stuff. And I remember after six months, I decided this was going to be a main priority, probably like month three. And I really started buckling down and focusing on it. I would just go out. I think it was at one point I was going out four or five. I had some weeks where I was going out six nights a week. So the only night I wasn't going out was Sunday because everything was basically closed. But every other night I was out there trying to talk to girls, approach and like I said, I was doing it drunk, but that was all I knew at the time. And after about six months, I finally got laid. And it was, I just felt it was like so awesome. I was like, oh man. And the, and the girl had like a really good time with me. It was just like the best thing ever. But she wasn't from the place I was at. Like I was going to college basically. And she wasn't from there. She was visiting a friend. So she had to go away. And I was kind of like a little bit crushed, but excited at the same time because I basically saw the opportunity and I started keeping a poon list as well. And my goal was to break a hundred. Now I broke a hundred shortly. I think it was like a year after graduating college. My, my goal was while I was in college, but it was shortly after. I think I, I stopped keeping track at one Oh three because I realized it was kind of like petty and it was, why was I doing it? And I was kind of, I also believed I was kind of putting pussy on a pedestal, sort of speak, because I'm making it into a big deal. At the beginning, when you start this journey, it's going to be number one priority. So it's just like if you are obese and you're trying or fat and you're trying to lose weight, well, it's going to become your number one thing. You're going to get on a diet, strict diet, vegetables, lean proteins, healthy fats, and then you're going to start hitting the gym. And those two things, your diet and your gym are going to be like everything. That's going to be the highest priority. 
nothing else will come close to that. So that's basically where I was. I made pick up my main priority. Didn't care about school as much. It was my second priority. Didn't care about working out as much. Didn't care about my health as much. It wasn't a priority. This was a priority. And if you want to get good at any skill, make it your main priority and you'll get good at it fast. So I was going out four to five times a week regularly. I got laid at six months after I discovered the Maniac High website. And then I kept it a priority for quite a few years. Like it was still my main thing. But eventually, in order to get really good, you have to drop it as your main priority and put something else as your main priority. Women cannot be your main priority. And after that, I got even better because when it's not your main priority and something else is a bigger purpose, you'll naturally start acting attractive. But at the beginning, if you know nothing, you have to practice a lot. So now it's to the point where getting laid is like eating for me. You know, when you're hungry, you just go in the kitchen, grab yourself something out of the fridge and eat. It's the same way for me now. If I want to get laid, I go out, I start doing approaches. And within a couple of days, I have a new girl over at my house. Right now, though, because business is my main priority right now, I have three girls that I'm seeing regularly. They're all cute. One blonde, two brunettes. All have different qualities. All uh, are different sexually in bed. But I'm seeing them regularly. And three is about as much as I think you can handle time-wise if you want to have... a little harem. Now, I don't have a regular job, but they do. They have jobs. One has school. So it's kind of like even if I wanted to see more, I couldn't because of their schedule. But even if I wanted to see more, I've had instances where I've tried to see four or five girls and it just gets to be too much. You start uh, mixing up their stories, mixing up what they said. And also it just is such a time sink, like because they all want attention. They all want you to spend time with them. And If you start just having sex and kind of like kicking them out shortly after, they don't feel like there's a connection with you and you gradually lose them. So in order to keep them around, keep them happy and for yourself to be happy, three is the magic number. But the reason I'm telling you this story is not to brag. It's basically to tell you where I came from. So I came from a guy who couldn't do an approach to save his life. Even when he did, he was sweating profusely, beads of sweat coming out of my forehead knots in my stomach, pain, and voice fluctuation. And just just such not an attractive guy to, to a point where I'm dating and fucking three cute girls. This is the point I'm at now. And oh, also, I'm 38 years old, and these girls are 29, 22, and 26. So don't let anybody tell you your age is going to hinder you or blah, 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 or all these limitations. I don't care what you think your limitations are. They're all in your head. So I'm sure there are guys on this podcast that are fat. I'm sure there are guys on this podcast that may be short. I'm sure there are guys on that podcast that may be bald or whatever you think your limitation is. It's not a limitation. Your limitation is all mental. And I say that having passed through so much shit in the last 18, almost 19 years since I've been in the seduction community, I've seen it and gone through all of it. And the biggest secret to this is you have to practice and you have to push your comfort zones gradually. So if you've never approached a girl, just try to make eye contact with five women on the street. That's your mission this week. You'll gradually get comfortable with that. 
The next week, you don't look away. So you make eye contact and you don't look away. The week after that, you go up and you just say hi to five women. No need to carry on a conversation. The week after that, once you say hi to five attractive women that you're attracted to, you say, hi, how are you? And you try to get them to stop and have a conversation. If they don't, that's fine. The week after that, you try to talk to a woman for 30 seconds or more. Uh, after that, you talk to her woman for two minutes then you you get her number it's just like weight training you're not going to go to the gym and rack up weights and put on 500 pounds and then be like i'm going to squat 500 pounds you're going to destroy yourself you're going to wreck your back you're going to injure yourself so you're not going to all of a sudden if you've never approached a woman go up to the hottest girl in the club that's with her friends and vip and go up and approach her don't do that you're you're totally going to wreck yourself you're going to get rejected harshly and you might not ever make an approach again. Start gradually and build up. That's the secret to this game. And don't let your limitations bother you. You may have to work harder than a good-looking guy. I'm not saying good-looking guys don't have a, an advantage. They do. So if a good-looking guy approaches 100 women, he may be able to have sex with 20 of them. But he's still going to have to do work. He's still going to have to show his attractive characteristics. Guys get too caught up on the looks and they don't see what else the good looking guy has. He has attractive behaviors. Most guys don't, don't get this. And if you don't believe me, just observe some of these good looking guys. They're usually cool, they're chill, and they're very outcome independent. Like they don't give a shit if they get that girl or not because they know another girl will come along and they'll get that girl. And if you're still hung up on looks, listen to last week's podcast that talks about good-looking guys and why they're getting these girls. And like I said, it's an advantage. If he approaches 100 women, he'll get 20. In order for you to get 20, let's say you are just the bald, short, ugly dude, the ugliest of them all, which I doubt you are, but let's say you are, well, you may have to approach 500 women in order to get 20 of them to sleep with you. You just have to do more numbers. But you can still get massive results. I'm telling you, it's freaking crazy. I coached one of my students years ago. He was a 5'1 Vietnamese guy trying to get laid. 5'1. He was super short. And he was like, man, girls reject me just outright. They tell me I have a boyfriend. Even if I approach, they just reject me right away. And I don't know what to do. And I told him part of it, okay, you're short. I said, you just may have to do more approaches, but a lot of it is your mentality because you're approaching weak. I saw his approaches and he was all timid and kind of like excusing himself for even approaching. So I said, stop doing that. You're going to have to go in confident. And I especially told him, go where you see a guy hitting on a girl. Make sure it's not his girlfriend. But if you see a guy in a bar hitting on a girl, just go approach her and ignore the guy. And he started doing that and he started getting so much success because the girls were very attracted to him because he had such huge balls. They couldn't explain it. Like, let's say a tall, good looking guy interrupts some guy and a girl talking. Well, that's perfectly acceptable. You're going to think, well, where's his confidence coming from? Well, it's because he's tall and good looking. But imagine some short guy, Vietnamese guy does that. Well, you can't justify it. You're like, how the fuck does this guy have this much confidence? And the girl's going to do the same thing. So he would get massive attraction from the girls. And then all he had to do was not mess it up. And he had coaching from me regularly. I would talk to him about once or twice a month and give him direction. 
and he got really good. He's so good now. And he's so confident. You look at him and you can't believe the amount, like his presence, his aura is ridiculous. And he came from a kind of like shy, kind of bumbling little Asian guy that would go up to girls and kind of be excusing his behavior to now he just steps in and he's like, hi, how are you? Boom. It's the girls can't believe it. I can't believe it looking at him, how big of a change is in him. But this happened gradually. It didn't happen overnight. You know, he didn't read some ebook or watch some DVD. And then all of a sudden he became this freaking ladies man. No, it didn't happen overnight. He got rejected. He still gets rejected. Basically, the girl will reject him before she even hears him speak based on his height. So the girl will be like, I have a boyfriend. They'll just blurt that out because they're uncomfortable with his height. Can you do anything about that? No. But that's only some girls. A lot of girls respond positively if they let him talk. If they can just hear him talk, he's good. So he's had coaching from me over the years. Talked to him about once or twice a month and it's helped him. But he also did the work. So he didn't just excuse himself like, oh, I'm not tall. I'm never going to get a girl. No, he has some girls that are like, wow, how cute is that girl? How the hell did you do it? He has friends asking him like, what is your secret? And the secret was he just pushed his comfort zones, he took pain, he was motivated, he got rejected, and he just kept going out and doing it. That's the secret. You just basically have to keep gradually pushing yourself, pushing those comfort zones. It's just like adding weight to the dumbbells at the gym. You know, you just do it gradually, do it gradually, do it gradually. So I hope that motivates you. You are going to have tough nights, like I said. It's not going to be an easy journey. It's challenging. But it's so worth it. Whatever your goal is, if you want to have a really good girlfriend, if you want to have regular girls you're sleeping with, if you want to have one night stands, you can do it as long as you stick with it. Listen to my podcasts. Check out the dating.com architect website. If you want coaching in the future, I think I'm going to start offering it in the new year. I'm not offering it now, but I've been playing around with the idea. Some guys have been emailing me. And I love this stuff. It's like a hobby for me. I'm mainly concentrating on my marketing agency, but I really am passionate about this. I really uh, do love it and I do want to give back. So I do want to coach guys, but yeah, the time's valuable and I don't want to do it for free because I've also noticed that I, I did teach guys in the past and when it was just free advice, they would never take it or apply it. And I wasted so much time. Like I would talk to some of these guys for hours on end trying to help them. And then I would ask him, hey, how's it going with this a couple months later? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, well, I've been taking some time off, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you were so serious about this. You you told me you were going to make it a priority. And then I talked to you for hours on end. I was giving you all this great advice. And all you had to do was apply it. It was specific to your situation. And you basically didn't do anything with it. So I've been disappointed a lot of times. And I noticed that people don't invest in it. Like something besides just saying, yeah, I'm going to do it. They usually don't stick with it. So when you invest in something, I've invested in business courses. And right now it's my main priority because not only do I want to get results out of there, it's like I feel like, okay, I put time in this, so I should be getting something back. I put money into this, so I should be getting some back. And I'm growing a lot business-wise right now. So check out the Dating Architect website. I'm going to put up a link for coaching in the future. Like I said, after the new year, because I don't want to kind of have other stuff on my plate right now. And I'm trying to finish that off before I start anything new. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. 
make some approaches this week, do something, push your comfort zones. You'll grow so much if you just do a little bit, little bit at a time. I've been in this so long. That's why I'm that good. But at the beginning, like I said, I started out as the biggest freaking wuss, chode, loser, whatever you want to call me. That was me at the start. So in my head, so not cool. And if you see me now, you'd be amazed. You'd be like, wow, that's the what's going on there. He, he was born like that. And I wasn't. I wasn't. It's just a skill. It's just like some guy starting out in karate and he's a white belt and he can't even punch through that thin wooden board. And then at the end of two to three years, he's punching through three concrete blocks like it's no problem. So just stick with it. Push your comfort zones and the results will come. I don't care what your excuse is. Too short, too bald, too fat, too ugly. It does not matter. If you want to get rid of that stupid excuse in your head, look up a guy. His name is Sean Stevenson. He was a guy that was uh, born with like this brittle bone disease. He's three feet. He's in a wheelchair. He has to be assisted in almost everything. And he got a girl like he got a girl. She's she's average looking, but still for how short he's three foot. He's got like this disease, brittle bone disease. I don't know if he can have sex. I really didn't look that far into it. But if that guy can get a girl, anybody can get a girl. I don't care what your freaking excuse is. Like, look him up. Sean Stevenson. And he's a public speaker. He's met like a couple of presidents. He's a motivational speaker. And if you watch any of his interviews, he's very confident. And it's his mentality that got him the girl. Because his physical attributes, he is not a good looking guy. He has nothing going for him physically. I mean, he literally has to be picked up out of the wheelchair and dressed and helped. And if he's grabbed too hard, his bones actually break. His story is really interesting. And I'm probably going to mention him again in the future. But whatever your excuse is, it's lame. It's just an excuse. Your mentality is messed up. And you need to gradually change it and come out of that funk. And if you don't believe me, look at Sean Stevenson. If that guy can do it, and I think that wasn't his first girlfriend. I think he's had quite a quite a few girls. But if that guy can do it, anybody can do it. There is no excuse not to be able to do it. Thanks for listening. Looking forward to having you on the next podcast. I appreciate you listening. And if this podcast helped you, uh, feel free to share it with your friends. Right now, I'm monitoring the stats. On these uh, podcasts, I want to thank everybody in uh, Virginia. I think Virginia Beach, there's a lot of guys listening there. So I appreciate it. I'm taking notice of you guys. Want to give you a shout out and uh, have a good one.